Now nearly 8.18 and the plan to build a naval base on Jeju Island was first announced in 1993. It was 2007 when Kangjong Village in Sogipo City, located on the southern coast of the island, was designated as the official site through a controversy-ridden process. What followed was a long struggle by peace activists. But last week we had a bit of an update on this. The Police Investigation Committee concluded there had been deliberate state interference as well as serious human rights violations against Kangjong protesters after examining the case since last year. On the line we have Jeju peace activist Che Song-hee who's written for Kangjong Village Story. Thank you for joining us. Uh, hello, thank you. Uh, this is Sonny Choi, yes. And uh, can I also introduce Jeju-based freelance journalist Daryl Coote. Good to have you also with us on the line. Oh, thanks for having me back. Indeed it is. Um, let's begin with you, though, uh, Che Sung-hee. Taking us back to the reason for the opposition in the first place. So, of course, the country needs to have defences. Not everyone wants those defences right where they live, but uh, they still need to be somewhere. Why were you so fiercely against the construction of Jeju Naval Base? Um, I want to say that because uh, there is no other choice, uh, if you really want to uh, save yourself, others, your families, and future generations, you need to uh, save uh, your hometown from militarization, uh, being a war base. Um, so it's not a matter of choice, I think. It's a matter of responsibility uh, for you and everybody. Uh, that's what I want to uh, say. Well, I could certainly understand that sentiment. If any of us imagine our hometown where we grew up becoming militarized, we'd probably have something to say about it. But uh, Daryl Coote, as I said before, the thing is we don't get so worked up when people build um, bases in other people's backyards, or at least many people don't. Um, Can you tell us why this brought about so much controversy for those who've not followed the story closely? Well, it's it's a it's a complicated issue because Jeju Island has always been a strategic military point, and there's been talk of putting a base here on Jeju even before uh, Korea was founded, you know, as a country, and Japan had fortified it to protect against uh, one of the final stages against invasion from uh, America during the Second World War. So it's always been a big issue to have something here, but things really picked up when. Um, Mimi and Hwasun down in Jeju, they were for originally uh, selected to be having the naval base. And they, after years and years of debate, they fortif- uh, gave it up and it came to Jeju, uh, came to, sorry, Gangjong. And then once Gangjong, uh, president agreed to have the naval base on the island, uh, on, on, in the hometown, uh, two days passed before there was a vote. And that vote was kind of really what kicked off all the controversy because only about Four uh, percent of the people of Gangjong voted in it, and that decided that the base was going to be there. And a lot of people were very upset about this and started screaming foul. So that's really what kicked off all the controversy because they thought something was wrong was going afoot here. And then protesters from the mainland started coming down in about 2010 once <clears throat> the construction plan had been finalized. And then there was a sit-in protest at the construction base starting around 2011, which is when most of the human rights violations were committed. So it's a really big problem where people thought 
that the government was steamrolling a project in that people didn't want. The fact that it even drew protesters from the mainland, uh, Daryl Coote, does it suggest that people also had this problem with the supposedly more idyllic, more serene Jeju Island, the local environment there being torn up for the purposes of building a military base? Yeah, there was a lot of uh, uh, people who were upset about the fact that uh, environmental uh, protections were possibly being violated with the construction of the base. But it's a Jeju, it's a Gangjong naval base, but it's also a Jeju naval base, and it's also a Korean naval base. So everybody has a right to protest this base being founded, though they have different reasons for not wanting it, of course, right? Yeah. So one of them was definitely environmental. For sure. Another one from the mainland, I would think, is a lot of people were against the militarization of Korea. And there was rumors at the time that it was going to be a U.S. naval base, which is, was falsely not true. But that's what concerns were. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, I do understand from a naval point of view the desire to have a base and to have strategic locations. Um, I do welcome further feedback on this as well. If anyone wants to put that side across, you can get in touch, pound 1013 for 51 per message. And one of the most shocking things, whether it's right or wrong to have this base in the first place, is the way in which protesters were dealt with. Um, so, for example, Che Song-hee, coming back to you, in November 2011, you were indicted for simply carrying out a silent protest. You were told to pay 600,000 won. Instead, you chose imprisonment. Can you tell us a bit more about your personal experience of, of what might be described as state oppression? Oh, yes. Um, it was the UN uh, South Korean government uh, peace and disarmament conference in Jeju. Uh, from November 7 to 8 in 2011. Uh, it was not only me, but uh, me and uh, Dr. Song Gang-ho and then Ms. Gang Young-sil, uh, my friends, uh, who were arrested together uh, for the charge of trespass. But as you said, what you are doing was uh, merely a non-violence, uh, you know, the uh, picketing. And... Uh, we eventually got such court decision, and the original, uh, you know, the uh, the final is uh, seven hundred thousand won. But uh, it, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, the uh, when we arrested uh, in the in the first place uh, by the police, we lived uh, two days in uh, police custody. That's why it became uh, six hundred thousand won. Anyway, uh, my point is that uh, it's not only me. But uh, during the last 12 years, uh, about uh, 700 uh, cumulative numbers of arrests occurred. And then among them, the 60 people uh, were imprisoned. And uh, among 60 people, around uh, 35 people got uh, arrest warrant. And uh, there were uh, deportation against international peace activists. Uh, for example, one French citizen uh, got uh, the injunction, and then one uh, Nobel Peace uh, candidate, uh, and then she got uh, the uh, the first uh, you know exit uh, you know the uh, order, and uh, there were about the 21 the uh, the, the internationals who got deportation uh, order. What I'm saying, uh, the reason why I'm saying this is to tell 
or about uh, the state uh, oppression. In my understanding, um, the state, the government, uh, always say that you should not uh, violate law. You should not, uh, you know, imprint the war. But it is uh, the state. It is the government who uh, will uh, violence. Who will, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the execution of the, uh, you know, judicial execution. You know, the which is uh, more violence against uh, people. Daryl Coote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, Chair here. I also just wanted to bring in Daryl Coote on the same issue because we got these findings from the Police Investigation Committee. As it turns out, that the Navy, Police and National Intelligence Service, as well as the Defence Security Command, were involved in fabricating this, this controversy. And nearly 700 residents arrested by the police over nine years just for opposing the naval base. What did you find particularly shocking, Daryl Coote? Well, I guess the thing that I find most particularly shocking is the involvement of the Jeju police, given their history here and their involvement in the Jeju massacre. Um, during the protests, a lot of people were crying foul that this was reminiscent to what happened here back, you know, 70 years ago, because it was uh, Seoul and the police forcing their will on the people. And I was really skeptical of that until this report came out that showed that Jeju police were conspiring with those agencies to weaken protesters through, like, arresting them and commenting, well, the Blue House was commenting on websites trying to uh, do, like, a, a, a cyber warfare attack against people who are against the base. And it's just surprising that um, when protesters would call the Jeju police, for instance, to get them to stop the uh, the naval base construction because saying it was unlawful, they would actually come and arrest those people. Right. So that, to me, is rather, it might seem, it's not protesters being abused, but it's, it, it is abuse, and it is well, shocking to me, given the history here. And it, it's, it's, well, it's, speaking of history, it's reminiscent of some of the other allegations surrounding um, official actions in recent years. Both of you, thank you so much for taking the time. Daryl Coote and Che Sung Hee. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Good to have you both on the line. I'm sorry we've got to leave it there. Always interesting to reflect on uh, these domestic issues. A lot of intrigue and scandal around that, but we'll continue with Spectrum and On the Scene next.